Good morning, Minister Luan and guests. My name is Maureen McKay, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Aspen Service Dogs, which, along with the other organizations here, is an approved service provider with Alberta's Service Dog Program. Before I ask Minister Luan to speak to us, I want to recognize the importance of the Alberta government's support for this vital program. Simply put, service dogs change lives for Albertans with disabilities, giving them independence, safety, and companionship, allowing them to take an active part in education, employment, and meaningful social connections to their communities. Qualified service dogs today are supporting so many Albertans with vision or hearing impairments, mobility challenges, autism, post-traumatic stress injury, diabetes, epilepsy, and so many other conditions. Alberta leads the way in, support, in the support it offers its citizens through training supports for Albertans training their own service dogs, by assessments of these dogs, and by supporting fully qualified service dogs for those who need them for daily living. Today, we are pleased to have Malara Service Dogs, Holdfast Canine, and TLC Training and Consulting with us, new service pr providers to further expand the services available to Albertans. Would you join me in welcoming the Honorable Jason Luan, Minister of Community and Social Services. Uh, thank you so much, Maureen, and good morning, everybody. Uh, before I begin, I want to uh, give a shout out to our lovely dogs uh, uh, behind me and all their lovely trainers. Give them a round of applause. Uh, thank you again, uh, Maureen, and good morning, everyone. A special thank you to uh, Tamara uh, Champagne for hosting us at this amazing new facility, uh, Training Dogs, here. Uh, Tamara is a puppy program team lead for Aspen Service Dogs Calgary, and she will also be using this facility to train the new puppies for service. Um, I also want to thank uh, John Douglas, uh, Kate Peterson Cook, and Jimmy Billings for joining us. They will all uh, speak uh, right after me to share more about their stories and the training for dogs. Service dogs are much more than just pets to people who rely on them, as Marine outlined earlier. They not only provide many health benefits, like increased fitness, uh, lower stress levels, and improved happiness. Service dogs also have the ability to perform specific tasks for individuals with both visible and non-visible disabilities. The emotional bond between dog and its owner is why service dogs are truly life companions for those people who have disabilities but can depend on their service with dogs and increase their independence. That is why I'm very, very pleased to be here to announce the work Governor Alberta has done to improve access to qualified service dogs. We're providing $300,000 in grants to help service dog organizations like what we see here today to raise, train, test, and match service dogs 
with individuals based on their needs. This will lower the cost for our burdens with disabilities to obtain quali qualified service stock for their needs. I'm also proud to announce that Alberta has added three new business in its approved list for service stock organizations. Malara Service Stocks will provide trained dogs to veteran and first responders with stress injuries and PTSD. Another organization, um, uh, Hold Fast K9 and uh, T TLC Training and Consulting will also uh, provide trained dogs to owners who want to do uh, certification for their own, own dogs. With the variety of agencies we supported, with the added services, not only we train um, service dogs uh, for the one the government approved, but we also train dogs for owners that they want to have their own dogs being certified so we can add more guide dogs and service dogs to uh, serving our burdens. Together, uh, we have 14 approved organizations to train, test, and provide qualified service dogs. This means more dogs can get qualified and more Albertans with disabilities can get service dog. In fact, with the funding and additional organization, up to 80 service dogs a year can be qualified to serve in Alberta. Service dogs provide vital support to Albertans who rely on them. They allow many people to live independent and live a meaningful life. As do all of the service providers and the community organizations who support people with disability, thousands of burdens live with disability and face daily challenges related to their disability. I am grateful. Um, our burdens have such talented and dedicated individuals and organizations working together to make inclusion for all a reality for us. So thank you very much for everyone who contributed for this. Thank you. At this time, I'd like to ask Jane Billings to come and talk to us, and he's from Malare Service Dogs. Did I pronounce it correctly? Malare. Yeah. Morning. Morning. My name's Jamie Billings, and I'm representing Maloria. Maloria is Latin for ever better. Okay. On behalf of the Board of Directors from Maloria, I would like to thank the Minister in providing us the grant, which will be able to allow us to just train more dogs for people in need. Down. Dogs. Okay. Um, and that'll just help the people requiring the dogs, of course, so they can actually have a somewhat normal life. Myself, personally, I'm a retired military veteran. I did 22 years of service, and I was hurt during operations. So about 19 years ago, it was deemed that I needed a service dog. And with my service dog, I've been able to run a somewhat normal life. Being hurt, it also showed me the other people out there that needed dogs. So I became a service dog trainer. So over the 19 years, I've been helping. Maloria is an Ottawa-based company with a sub-office here in Alberta. 
Meloria has approximately 90 dog teams that we work with, 27 in the Medicine Hat area within the last 18 months. So the need out there is big. Okay, it's real big. And I'm so happy we can help. On, on behalf of the president of the Meloria, I would also like to thank the minister for authorizing us to be able to become trainers and assessors here in Alberta. This enables us in the Southern District that people won't have to travel to the North to get their assessments, which is very frustrating for people, okay, plus the expense. So we'll be down in that end helping where we can. Meloria couldn't have come as far as we could without the, Mr. John Wheelwright. So on behalf of Meloria, I'd also like to thank him. He guided us the last 18 months to get the accreditations, to get the grant. So I thank his team. And in conclusion, I would like to thank all the service dog trainers that are here today. It takes special people and a pure commitment and I applaud you for helping your injured neighbors so they hopefully have a better life with their personal service dogs. Thank you very much. I would also like to invite John Dukas to come up and speak, and he's with Holdfast Canine. Good morning. My name is John, <clears throat> John Dugas. I am the head trainer for Hold Fast Canine. So, service dogs play an important role in the lives of those who rely on them. And being paired with my first service dog uh, four years ago um, was life changing for me as well. I'm a veteran as well with 30 years of service. Um, I entered our the Courageous Companions program in 2016 and got paired with my first dog. I also chair that charity. Uh, but since then, I've started my own business because I felt I was getting so many calls from the public, people from the public. Most charities today are, are providing dogs to veterans and first responders. But if you're in the public, you're kind of left in this queue. So I felt it was important to start uh, an owner training program in the Edmonton area for owner trainers. Um, I know the importance it is to establish a solid training foundation in both the dog and the owner, and I'm thrilled to join Alberta's approved service dog organizations and look forward to bringing my expertise that I've acquired over the last six years of dog training um, in the Edmonton area to the general public. Thank you. So finally, I would like to ask Kate, who is from, um, oh, geez, I don't know, TLC, TLC. She's stepping in for her colleague. So, Kate, please come up and. Thank you. Have to adjust this after the tall people, right? 
Um, Minister Lewin, thank you so much for having us here today. We really appreciate it. And I, too, would like to give a thank you to John Wheelwright, who has been an invaluable resource um, with his office in helping to facilitate so much of what we do. Um, my name is Kate Peterson Cook, CPDTKA, and I'm speaking on behalf of Sarah Jane Petty of TLC Training and Consulting, with whom I train and assess service dogs in the Calgary area. We are deeply enthusiastic about increased service dog funding and what that means for service dog accessibility in Alberta. The cost of training is one of the primary barriers to developing handler dog teams, and Alberta's commitment to funding service dog training will help substantially more disabled Albertans benefit from the support of a service dog. Over the years, Sarah Jane and I have had the privilege of seeing lives completely changed by the support service dogs provide. We have seen people of all ages with a wide range of needs benefit from partnering with a working dog. As we develop more ways to utilize service dogs and as more individuals are able to access service dogs through schools or owner training programs, the range of clients we are able to serve will continue to grow. We are proud that Alberta is a leader in helping individuals in need access service dog training and provincial qualification for public access. We are proud to be part of this important, life-changing program. Thank you very much. So, um, I said earlier, I'm um, with Aspen Service Dogs, and um, Aspen Service Dogs, of course, is... Uh, very grateful for the funds that it receives from the from the government, and um, yeah, our school is very young. We started four years ago, and we started with one trainer who had 25 years of experience, but one trainer and two dogs. And uh, you know, we fast forward today, we have 10 trainers in Medicine Hat, Calgary, Edmonton, and we have over 100 clients which means 100 dogs that we're training. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a well-sought-after um, uh, commodity. And, you know, they, they are a commodity, but they're also life partners. And they do need, um, of course, training, and that includes, you know, a lot of qualified trainers to do the training for the dogs which, you know, means resources. So we could not make this happen without the support of the government. So thank you. And uh, I would very much like to once again thank Minister um, Luan. And, um, yeah, and I guess that concludes our event. Uh, oh, Justin has something to say here. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Maureen. We're going to move to our Q&A portion. So, uh, do we have any questions on the floor? Seeing no questions on the floor, operator, will you please put through our first caller? Dylan Short, Post Media. Hi there, this is a question for the Minister, and I apologize, it's off topic, but I wanted to get uh, your reaction, Minister, to the post that was posted yesterday by uh, Michelle Rempel-Garner basically saying that your party is divided and someone new may not have enough time to come in and fix the issues. You've been in the sort of the inner circle of the party. What are your thoughts and reaction to this? 
Uh, uh, thank you for that question. Um, I'd rather have a question to address the service dog, but I'm happy to respond to this one. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, I endorsed uh, Travis Tay, uh, the former finance minister, former president of Treasury Board, uh, to be our next leader. Uh, I acknowledge that uh, our government under uh, current premier and Travis uh, played a significant role in bringing our budget uh, balanced. And uh, this is uh, 15 years uh, uh, wish that we finally made the reality, given the hardship of COVID and economic downturn and everything else. So uh, that is a great success on Travis' part, but also I have a privilege to work with Travis uh, in the last three years. He has ability to reach out to people who have different views. As you can appreciate, as a president of Treasury Board, everybody hunts you for money. And I am one of those uh, advocating for my sector, including service stocks that we're talking about here today. Uh, you know, not every time we ask for money, you get it. There will be days that uh, he disagrees with you, but he respectfully uh, let you know his point of view. I find that ability to uh, communicate, connect, and uh, work with others who have different perspectives, have a appreciation of different perspectives, but also uh, principled decision-making, is the right leader for our party. So I have faith in him. I know we made... Uh, uh, you know, lots of accomplishment along the way. We got lots of challenges that we perhaps have many lessons learned. Uh, one of this is how can we uh, work together, uh, bring different perspective to the same table. I think Travis has that uh, skill sets there. That's one reason I endorsed him uh, to be the next leader. So I am hopeful that he will be the one helping us uh, united and move forward and get our economy back. Dylan, do you have a follow-up? I do. Uh, just in terms of today's announcement, uh, it's $300,000. Is there a breakdown of where that money is going to which different organizations? And do we have sort of a ballpark figure on, you know, the amount of people or the amount of dogs that this will help to train and, and help provide support? Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, on our website, uh, you will find... Uh, with the uh, 300,000 this year uh, funding, it's uh, allocated among eight organizations. Uh, I won't go on the list, but you can, uh, you can get it through our website. Uh, it is through a competitive process that uh, those agencies are uh, succeeded on that uh, uh, recipients of 300 grand. Uh, I can tell you on average, uh, it, it costs about 25 to 32,000 uh, dollars to have a dog being trained, certified, and, and qualified for service. It takes about 24 months. Um, because of that reason, uh, it isn't uh, a small undertaking to say, you know, want to qualify a dog. We have a standard. You have a process to get that uh, service qualification met. Uh, I want to take the opportunity to say that uh, those eight organizations, through your vigorous uh, uh, competition, uh, you a fair uh, competitive process. You you got on the list, and uh, you're the this year's recipients. Uh, I can also add to you to say, we as a government we started in uh, 2018, and to today we invested 1.5 million in uh, certification for service dogs to make it life easier for uh, people who depend on service dogs in Alberta. So I'm very proud of our record on that. Thanks, Dylan. If you have any more questions, just follow up by email. Happy to help. Operator, will we please put through the next caller? There are no other questions in the queue at this time. 
All right. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a great day. Yes. So um, this is a public transparent uh, process. So it's based on your capacity, your track record, uh, the cost uh, per unit, and uh, uh, your ability to deliver what what you can uh, um, co contract for. So uh, this is a pretty standard public service uh, uh, contract. Because the money that we're using, the taxpayers' money, every dime of that needs to be reported, need to be uh, accounted for. Uh, so that's that's the competitive yeah, process. Why you chose to, to to fund these programs versus all the myriad of other programs that you so? Oh, I see. Yeah, why service dollars yeah, comparing? Well, why this became? You said you know you get many. Uh, my point being that you get many envelope, many requests. I hear you. And yeah. so, so now you've you've chosen to um, to fund this one, and, and I'm asking you, why why did you prioritize it? Yeah. Why did you say, yeah. hey, this is an important thing to me and to my ministry? Yeah, great question. You know, my ministry has uh, close to. Uh, uh, 3.9 billion uh, total budget. Uh, with that, we have a variety of programs, including PDD, age, income support, uh, all that. And service stocks is a, is a small portion of that portfolio. So $300,000 in the, in the scheme of 3.9 billion. Does that give you a bit of a comparison of where it lies? But let me put it this way. I think uh, our job is make sure that we work in partnership with community partners like many you see today, to leverage their uh, power and influence, make life easier for people with disabilities. So the $300,000, if you go by um, what I call uh, dollar return on investment, uh, probably uh, saving them from getting to hospitals, into expensive uh, training, uh, hospitalization, psychiatric treatment, you name it. Uh, this is probably if you can do prevention and uh, community support in this way, the long-term return, I can bet you, is more than 10%, uh, 10 times what we invested for. So uh, that's where I think uh, justifies why we're doing this. Um, uh, you know, you, if you need more detailed information, we can have the department. That, that, it's exactly that, right? You okay. have to prioritize many things, and, and that is the reason it is so terrific. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that concludes our event. Thank you, everyone.